this is Femi Shavery and I'm here with your intuitive energy corner. We are about to dive into the astrological placements of July and we are days away from July going into effect. Um, I am actually two days away from my birthday. So happy birthday to all of my Cancerians. I'm going to do a special episode for you because I know right now Cancerians are feeling it and we have this, I've, I've been feeling this calm before this next ramp up of storm and I know, I know, I know my dreams have been crazy. There's just a lot going on. So I really, really, really am, I really am feeling you guys and I want to do a special episode just for you. Okay. Um, especially when it comes to nurturing and protecting and caring and loving on ourselves because we give so much out, so much out, okay? But before we get into that, I just want to let you guys know I truly appreciate all of your feedback. You guys, I love you so much. I love your support. I love the way that you share your spirit with me. You share your vulnerability with me. You trust me with the most sacred parts of your heart. And I am beyond, beyond grateful. And I do not take that lightly at all. I know that we have all been going through a lot of different things. We have all been absorbing a lot of different things. And so that is why it's so important for me to set aside um, my, my personal afflictions when it comes to my views, when it comes to politics, when it comes to what we're dealing with. I try my hardest to operate from a place that is higher consciousness, but also authenticity. That false positivity, that fake um, toxic positivity, that toxic spirituality, that idea that everything is light and there is no darkness. And I, I do not subscribe to that. I subscribe to being real and operating out of your authenticity because that is the only way that you can truly evolve. You cannot evolve from a place that is not grounded and not, are not a place that is truly authentic, authentic to who you are. So I don't take that lightly and I know that you guys don't take that lightly for the tribe. It continues to build. I am constantly reminded and as I've stated to you guys, I am not someone who focuses on how many subscribers, how many people are tuned in. Again, my idea when this started a year ago was only for seven people. So I did not. I did not, you know, look at this as a place of branding or trying to do any of that. That's never been my goal with any project that I've done or any type of um, any any path that my career has led me in. I know my purpose. I know my spirit is what guides me. But I am not going to sit here and pretend that I am not grateful for all of the subscribers. It has grown beyond my expectations. And I didn't even have many expectations other than for God to continue to use me in a more in a in a very authentic way so that I could share what I already do in my life every day, which is trying to pour into people in a way that helps them to evolve. So to all of you, there are like hundreds and there are thousands actually of you who subscribe to me throughout 
all of these platforms you have tuned into my newsletter you go into my blog site you follow me on instagram you email me constantly you let me know that you hear me you feel me and you depend on me as a vessel and i truly truly do not take that lightly i'm thankful i'm grateful i'm honored and i want you to know that as long as i continue to evolve and grow i will continue to pour in and share with you Okay, now that all of that is out of that's that cancerine energy, you know, that very, 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 you know, um, transparent vulnerability. But anyway, so what we're going to do, I want you guys to get your pens, get your paper, get your drinks, get your moments and your place where you can get into your Zen area so that we can definitely, definitely dive into the aspects of July. There are some very important transits that are happening and there are some things that I definitely want to share with you because I feel it's necessary. Again, astrologically, these are only the aspects that are contributing to what is happening in the world there are patterns there are when you study astrology you uh, study astronomy then you understand the pattern you understand the significance of each placement and that assists in trying to navigate through world as above so below is what is happening in the solar world is also happening in our inner soul and therefore we have to be conscious of that we cannot allow what we are what we are allowing ourselves to emotionally um, be impacted by to dictate how we respond to what we know is already unfolding so that is my I, that is my purpose and idea of sharing with you guys the astrological views i've been doing this since this, this podcast kicked off which was a year ago and you guys really love the astrological um aspects i have di- i have chosen to dive into them deeper in a little different way than i did when i first started when i first started it was more about you know uh sharing with you guys what was happening energetically based on your zodiac i don't that was so basic level to me and it's something that it did not really uh, my spirit was absolutely um even though they're significant i'm not gonna say it's not significant and i'm not gonna say that it wasn't with death because it was but this way you guys understand on a deeper level despite what your zodiac sign is despite what your um what astrologically is going on there are things that are taking place that are going to affect us all in one way shape or form and they contribute to what is outpouring and what is being shown in the world so when you are aware and you're kind of understanding of what the overall uh, element of that particular month is it helps you in navigating through and it keeps you aware that is the goal being aware so that you can as much as you can prepare yourself for what could potentially happen doesn't mean that it's always going to be something heavy but we are in a very intense time the reality of it is we are in an intense time and based on the routine and the pattern of how certain things are playing out in the solar world this is a repeat of what the world has already gone through before it's like a closing of a cycle that's needed to create this new birth of new Um, new world, new way of thinking, new way of being so that the world can begin to process and progress in a different way. So 
that's what this is all about. I, I'm so grateful that so many of you find so much um, knowledge in it and you really do appreciate it. I appreciate it and I'm excited that what I share with you, how it plays out is really significant and it really, really makes me feel like, you know, thank you God, continue to use me. So that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna dive into the astrological aspects for you, give you a little overview of what you can expect. And then we're gonna dive into what it is that you could do to prepare yourself as you navigate through this very intense energy that we are not even out of. I've already given you guys a six month uh, review of what we've already gone through. So this is going to go into the next 2.0 half of what our lives are about to look like for the next six months to two years. Okay. So I'm going to take a brief interlude. I'm going to come back by then. Hopefully you have your pens, you have your paper, you have your drinks, you have your, you know, little areas set up so that you can take notes if needed. There are some specific dates that are going to be uh, imperative to what is happening and hopefully it assists you in the navigation through the month of July. So I'll be right back. Hi guys, so we're back. And before we jump into the astrological aspects of July, I want to speak about the astro effects that are going to contribute in addition to what is happening in July. So we have the most recent uh, transits that have been happening, which was Mars going into Aries, which is today. As we know, what well, was yesterday, Mars is the planet of fire, the, plant, the planet of action, the planet of initiation, right? It is all about uh, intense going forward, coronal in energy. And when you're speaking about Aries, we already know that is the first sign of the zodiac. So that is the a uh, very passionate, fiery, going towards whatever it is that it believes is very fiery. So Mars loves to be in Aries, okay? With that type of energy, I want to give you guys an overview of how that is going to contribute to what is happening in July, as well as Mars is going to be in Aries up until January of 2021. And so we are going to be in a very interesting space um, that's going to have a lot of intensity. It's going to have a lot of fire. It's going to be a lot of combativeness because of this energy. And then when it goes into retrograde in September, we're going to be sitting in that for a little while. So before I get to Mars and Aries, I want to speak about Neptune because Neptune went retrograde on the 22nd of June. So because this alignment is right on the end of June, going into July, it's important that I let you guys know that as this energy builds, it is going to be contributing to even more so of the placements that we are going to be under in July. Now, keep in mind, we're still under the, the elements that have already passed the six month review that we've already done we're still under that. That is not going away because the month has changed. That's not going away because the elements are, there's new elements at play. We are still, this is adding to the pot of 2020, which means you already have the boiler. You already have the stew. You're still adding ingredients, right? So all of the ingredients that were already added 
from January, well, December 26th of 2019 up until now are still in that pot. That's still going to be a part of the stew. It's just we are now entering another phase where we are going to add more to that already brewing pot of stew. Okay, if that helps you understand the way astrology or anything works, it's adding to it's not pouring out to start over. No, we're adding to the already um, deeply penetrating energy that we are already in the midst of. So that is why we are about to enter a period where it is more intense. We are about to go into a period where there are going to be more conflict. There's going to be more uproar. We can already kind of see it with the coronavirus, how things have died down. People decided that Corona was over and decided to go about their lives from the government to the people and look at where we are now, which we already knew was going to happen because it was not contained for the first place. But that's, I'm not going to get on that rant. Okay. So we're going to be in a place where we are starting to see how our actions are further causing delays in moving forward. And people are going to be so focused on me, 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 I, 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 that they're going to continue to push us back. And it's going to continue to delay us moving forward in a way that helps us to evolve beyond the state that we're currently in. So it's going to show you the significance of people knowing to work together opposed to people working against each other in a way that contradicts everything that we have been trying to do in the first place. Okay. So we're going to enter into a very interesting time with Neptune going into retrograde. Neptune's retrograde is very, very important and significant because Neptune is the planet of spirituality. It is also the planet of illusions. It is also the planet of um, intensity when it comes to inner world navigation. So Neptune naturally likes to be in Pisces because Pisces is a mutable water sign that is also very much so spiritual, very much about the duality of the deepness of, and it can move through and navigate through freely because it adapts to the scenery that it is in. It does not initiate and nor does it stay in one particular uh, way. It, it, it is something that continues to maneuver in a way that gives you the free will that is necessary as you are evolving, right? So when you are dealing with, um, you're dealing with Neptune being in retrograde, depending on where Neptune is, it can, it can very much so cause heightened illusions, heightened uh, spiritual discord, you know, not quite seeing the things that you need to see because everything seems cloudy. Nothing is really clear, but it is a powerful energy that is coming with that. So with with Neptune going into retrograde, it is assisting with releasing what those illusions have been. So things that have been hidden, things that have not been truly exposed, things that have not been completely transparent are being revealed. OK, and so since Neptune stationed its retrograde on the 22nd, it's going to remain retrograde until November 28th in Pisces. So this is Piscean energy matched with Neptune. 
Now, we have a lot of water going on right now because we are in the midst of cancer season and cancer is a cardinal energy. Cancer is the mother of the zodiac. So when you think of a cancer, you're thinking of nurturing, you're thinking of protection, you're thinking of stability when it comes to your home life and your relationships and intimacy and things that matter to building and sustaining a home and anything that matters to you when it surrounds the heart. Okay. So having a lot of Cancerian energy right now, because we have Mercury, which is the planet of um, communication retrograding in cancer in the midst of cancer season. We just had a lunar eclipse in, uh, no, we just had a solar eclipse in uh, cancer and we're going to have another new moon in cancer. Okay. After we have the lunar eclipse in Capricorn which is going to be a culmination and a completion of what had started and was initiated December 26, 2019 at that solar eclipse in Capricorn. Okay. So here we are with Neptune in Pisces. Okay. It's going through this phase of reviewing old patterns, boundaries, And things that have been underneath the surface, things that we have tried to be, um, I guess, pull a rug over things that have not been completely clear, things that have been left behind in a way that does not allow complete transparency. So now we're in this place where you're given another opportunity to be honest about what it is that you truly feel, what it is that you have truly been blind to. You're seeing things beyond your imagination. Okay, so Neptune being retrograde is a positive because Neptune being retrograde is giving close um, clearance to the truth. Okay, now with Neptune stationing retrograde so close to Jupiter and Pluto in Capricorn, With Neptune retrograde and Jupiter on July 27th and October 11th, this is going to bridge a, in the visions, right? The material manifestations of the visions and the things that you want that are helping you to build the structures and give you support in expressing that inspiration, expressing that desire. And so if you've been in a space where you have had a very difficult time seeing reality or seeing the truth of whatever events have been unfolding. Let's use the Corona uh, pandemic as an example. Okay. There was this big illusion that people were under where everything's okay. And whether you're and when you're not listening to what the truth is in your spirit, that is when you fall prey to the lies and deception. When you have people telling you everything's okay, everything's normal, we can go back to living life, just be careful. You you kind of relinquish the responsibility of holding people accountable for the truth. And because people want so badly to believe that everything is okay, they fall prey to those lies. And it puts you in a position where you do more harm than good. So here we are in this space now. Neptune is going retrograde and it's revealing the truth about what really is going on. It's not okay. It is not safe. It never has been safe. It is time for people to take accountability for that. Now, with Neptune going retrograde, Jupiter, the planet of expansion, 
Pluto being all about rebirth, transformation, death, and representing sickness and illness on the depth level when it comes to rebirthing transformation on a foundational level. And they are stationing in Capricorn. Capricorn is all about fundamentals, is the father of the zodiac. It is all about creating truth and practicality and creating the fundamentals that are needed for stability. So we have all of that type of energy. It's going to expand. It's going to widen. It's going to make it even more powerful and potent with realizing what the truth is. So it is going to push you even deeper into that growth, even deeper into the restoring of whatever has been damaged thus far. Okay. And we're going to have a resurgence of this particular uh, alignment in September because the full moon that's going to be in September is so close to Neptune. And then, but I'm not going to get into that because that is just a lot of, um, that's a lot of energy and it's going to complicate even more. It's going to cause you to be so confused. So I'm not going to go into that. Okay. What I do want to talk about, um, just briefly is letting you know that with this Neptune stationing in, in the retrograde, the way it is, it is bringing the illusions to light. It is bringing you clarity in areas where you've chosen to be in the blind or you have not. Right. And, and you're just the fact of the matter is everything is going to be out in the open in a, in a very interesting way. OK, that's on a spiritual level. That's on a practical level. And that's logically anything that has been hidden, anything that has been um, behind the veil is being revealed. That's something that is a theme of this year. Releasing everything under the veil. The veils are being lifted. OK, now let's talk about. Mars in Aries. So we have energy coming from June from the uh, Neptune. And now we're going to talk about Mars. Okay. I've already given you the overall antidote of Mars. Okay. Mars is a very, very powerful planet. Now let's speak about what this is because we're in the midst of the pandemic still, and everything is growing on a level that is expanding beyond the control. We're at a place where we literally, because we did not do what we needed to do before reopening, we're going to be in a place where it is beyond our control. It is above us now. Okay. So the only way to navigate through this is to use the precautions that you have. But the problem is we have individuals who are still stuck on the idea of this is what contradicts the all lives matter even, even further. Okay. If all lives matter, then you know that doing what is best for everyone is the goal, not just what you want and what makes you comfortable. So if you're in a place where you truly believe that all lives matter, then you are in a position to make that statement count. How do you do that? Well, we have people who are literally defying the orders, regardless to the state that we're in when it comes to the health emergency at hand. People are refusing to shut down businesses. People are refusing to wear their mask. People are refusing to do what is necessary, not just to protect themselves, but to protect others from them. OK, you know that 
there are circumstances where you can potentially give whatever it is that this thing is to someone and not have symptoms of it. You know that and you know that it affects people differently and you know that people have died in the droves because they've received this virus or they've attained this virus. Okay. Despite that, it's still about self. And that's where Mars in Aries brings this fiery and combative type of energy because it's people fighting against common sense and they're fighting against it in a way that is contradicting what is needed to get us through this phase. Now, when that is happening, it is going to cause even more of an uproar, even more of pressure to be put on us, even more restrictions because you're fighting against what is needing to happen versus what you want to happen. And this is where that element of self, 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 self is being battled and it is ultimately going to lose because self doesn't win against everyone. Self loses when there's no strategy in the resolve, okay? So let's think about this when we're speaking about, uh, let's go back to Mars and Aries. Mars entered into Aries June 27th. It will remain connected to Aries until January 12th, 2021, okay? January 6th, 2021. But, it will go back in retrograde in October 2022. So for the next couple of years, up until 2023, this is going to be some very intense uh, spurts of things. We're not going to see the world as we've seen it before for a very, very, very long time. Probably for the duration of our life, we will no longer see what has been the norm. OK, now we have Mars that entered into its pre-shadow phase. Um, July 25th, which means it has gone into Aries and it will remain there until it goes retrograde in Aries in September. Okay, September 9th. <sighs> Let me drink something. Let me drink something. You drink something too, because y'all gonna need to. So let's talk about what we're dealing with pandemic wise. Okay. Now I'll get into how Mars is also affecting the black lives matter and all of this. I'll get into the significance of that. This is all before I get into the astrological aspects of July. So we're not even fully in July. We're still at the last parts of June because that is what's going to go into July. Okay. It's pushing us into the July. So let's talk about the astrology when it comes to the virus, right? The coronavirus pandemic is deeply tied to Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, all within Capricorn. Now, I don't have to tell you the significance of that. You can go back and listen to the previous episodes where I speak in depth about Saturn. I speak in depth about Jupiter, Pluto and all of that in Capricorn. Starting back in January, I speak about this or well, December of 2019. I speak about this. OK. Saturn and Pluto have been together in Capricorn since December 19, 2017, and they have been fusing their energy together, creating this phenomenon that has slowly been cultivating, right? Jupiter entered into Capricorn, which is the planet of expansion in December, December 2nd, 2019. The day after the first coronavirus report was made in Wuhan, China, okay? 
Now, the conjunction of Saturn, which is the connection with Saturn and Pluto on January the 12th, had a tremendous effect on how deadly, how deadly the coronavirus is. Jupiter was in a detriment, meaning it's not in a place it likes to be. And it's been utilizing its influence to spread because Jupiter is all about expansion, right? Wherever it lands, it expands. So these powerful connections are what has intensified where we are today. Now, Mars is in Aries. Now that Mars is in Aries, we have this me first type of idea, which is why you have the people fighting against following precautions to doing what is best for them for global, globally, right? For people overall, not just for you. Now, Mars is one of those energies that gives us this warrior type of energy. It gives us this warrior type of uh, ignition within us. We become extremely, extremely passionate about fighting against what we view is, quote unquote, uh, infringement on our freedom. People are completely, completely geared up and fiery and going towards what they desire rather than being patient, waiting and actually seeing things the way that it should be and going through. With Neptune going in retrograde, it is going to allow the effects of what has been done to be revealed even faster and clearer because the veils are off. People are going to be impulsive. People are going to be aggressive. People are going to be assertive, competitive, determined to make them make their rights the focus. I'm right. You are wrong. This is a very partisan type of it shouldn't be political. It shouldn't be partisan. But because this is election year, it is also going to be about politics. People aren't putting people first. People are choosing politics, which is why we reopened so early, because they were trying to be in favor of the mass majority who would be potentially voting for them. So it's not about the lives at stake. It is about the power that is at stake. Okay. Now, being that these are the placements that we are currently in, it's going to only cause the energy to be more intense. People are going to continue to fight. People are going to tap into more survival instincts, right? And this is a very toxic space to be in with this type of energy because it's not making people think rationally. People are not going to be willing to see things from other people's element. They're not going to be able to focus on the ultimate goal, which is to win overall, not for winning for self. So this is tying to global health in a longevity type of way. It's going to cause it to be stronger. It's going to make more impulsive behavior happen, going to make people more violent. It's going to make people more, how can I put this? Asinine, okay? As this global pandemic happened, we were in a space where people were needing to focus on communities, Right. You're going to need to do what is necessary to protect the vulnerable population, but also do what is needed to protect yourself from this health crisis. People became agitated, frustrated, resented, 
other people from choosing and, and, and putting different policies in place. You have governors who are literally battling the local officials because they are in this political war. But this is not a political issue, even though it has become one. People are more focused on how I'm affected. How is this affecting what I want? Not looking at long term. If you are dead, you don't win at all. People were blatantly, blatantly not taking guidance from health organizations, not listening to scientists, trying to mask the truth, trying to hide behind the truth, trying to cause a false hope of everything being okay. And now everybody is being penalized and everybody's being affected by those actions. So as Mars is going into Aries and we're coinciding with the beginning of the new cycles that are creating both personal alignment and global alignment, you're going to have people fighting against themselves. You're going to have people fighting against what should be beneficial to everyone because they have an ultimate goal that they are wanting to see through. Logic is not going to be playing a key role here. So prepare yourself for this type of energy. People are not going to be thinking straight. People are going to be acting on anger. They're going to be thinking they're ready to fight. They're going to feel like a victim. They're going to feel like they need to be defensive. They're going to be provoking anger. They're going to be provoking conflicts and wars, inner wars, spiritual wars, mental, emotional wars. Okay. So because Mars and Aries is very strong, you're not thinking about protecting yourself. This is going to cause the health crisis to grow. People are going to be sicker. More people are going to be affected in so many different ways by what is happening, causing devastating, devastating, devastating results. Okay. Now on the flip side of this, we can take this energy and channel it to a way that's positive, but we know by looking at what's happening even now, that is more likely not going to happen because people are not on the same accord, which it should be very obvious. Do what you need to do to protect yourself and the health of others. People don't want to do that because they feel like it's an infringement of their rights. But you don't have a right to make other people sick. You don't have a right. And, and I feel like if there were penalties for that, if you infect someone because of your negligence, that should be a crime. That should be a penalty, such as if someone knowingly has AIDS and they pass it along without disclosing that they have AIDS. That is a felony. That is prison time. That should be the same with this crisis. If you know that you could give it to someone and you know that you can get it and you can cause people to get sick, you should be penalized. For instance, there was a family um, of 18 people. They have this surprise 30th birthday party. They know what's going on. They already know the pandemic is out here. They already know it's not healthy and safe. But they felt they wanted to have a party. They have a party and 18 family members are in infected, including a grandpa who is now on life support. That should be 
a crime. That is manslaughter. If that person dies, it should be considered murder or homicide because you knew the risk. You took it back to your family, knowing the risk. And everyone who joined into that without doing what they needed to do precaution-wise should be held accountable. If those type of punishments were put in place, if those type of restrictions were put in place, people would choose better. And if they don't, they're held accountable. That's how it should be, such as a drunk driver. If you're drinking, intoxicated, driving a car, you hit someone, cause any damage, you are liable, period. It should be the same. And I'm not, I feel like that, that is going to be the extent that's going to have to go into effect before people start taking this seriously, unfortunately, okay? But off of that, back into the astrology aspect. So with the Mars and Aries, we know that there are going to be a lot of effects from this. There's going to be an intensity that is already brewing that is going into the month of July. So be mindful that people are going to be ready for war. People are going to be battling. People are going to be trying to ignite more of a flame, more protests, more battles. There are going to be more uproars. There are going to be more of the same of what we've already seen within the last month, but even more intense because of the elements that are at play. OK, when you have a Mars and Jupiter, you're going to feel a lot of energy, making hasty decisions, overestimating how strong you are, and your health and the resources and being overconfident in what is happening. OK, then you have Mars and Saturn. Mars and Saturn is facing you with some obstacles to your goals. It's, it's making it very hard to fight against reality, making it very, very hard and a lot of combative energy fighting against authority. Being very defensive. You're going to have more restrictions imposed because you're very aggressive. You're not really thinking things through. And globally, this is happening around the world. Okay. You have Mars in retrograde, which once it goes in retrograde in September, it's going to be a lot of more intensity. Okay, it's gonna, and I'll speak about that as it gets closer to that. But just know that the initial energy and going into it is going to be very impactful. It's going to definitely fire off what is happening going into July. So, <sighs> drink something. Keep in mind, we are still in the midst of cancer season, as we are in cancer season. We are kicking off the second half of 2020 in July. We have a lot of things coming out. We have a lot of things that have started. The pandemic is going to continue. It's going to make even more of a strain on the economy. Social systems are going to be more unraveling. The dismantlement of patriarchy continues. Not only does it continue, but it gets stronger. And it's going to reveal a lot more of what we already know. Um, you're going to see more of how inequities are contributing to this. You're going to see how more of the systems have been created to create a 
a war, a social war that is systematic and systemic and is causing a, a disruption in real resolve. You're going to see more political uproars. You're going to see a lot of political corruption and you're going to see a lot of people wanting to fight the system and fight against what has been the norm for so long, the injustice that have been um, in our in our reality for so long that people have ignored. People are suddenly going to feel a desire to fight it. Now, we're leaving behind in July eclipse season. We have had this will be the lunar eclipse in Capricorn will be the third eclipse that we've had for this time frame. We won't have any more eclipses, right? We're going to enter into this six month of fiery, compulsive, propulsive Aries energy. You're going to have more tension. People are going to be urgency, have a lot of urgency, wanting to fight against, like I stated, against everything. Because even though we have that going on, we still have Saturn that is in retrograde. There is no going back to how things were before the dismantlement began. There is no going back to what you thought was normal before the retrogrades began, before 2020 began, before Saturn went into its retrograde, before Pluto went and did its thing. We are still in the midst of the very intense dismantling that will be continuing throughout the duration of this year and next. So as you are going into this new month and our discussions about our health are being more put out in the open and our strategies for resolve are being more um, put up on the forefront. You're going to see people's intentions clearly. You're going to see how politicians really, really, really don't care about the well-being of the people. And people are going to be working on trying to create even more resolve when it comes to the political field, but more so disconnecting from it. People are going to be wanting to build more on unity, more on uh, humanity, um, unity consciousness. This is what people are focused towards. People are going to be going into separate groups. There There is going to be a continuance of separatism in political separatism in social and everything else that evolves around our life. People are disconnecting themselves from things that do not represent what they believe. And then you're going to see more people aligning, aligning with the things that they do believe, be it racism, be it anti-racism, be it pro-life, be it pro-choice, be it um, social justice, whatever people are going to be connecting in the, the tribes that they want to belong in good, better and different. OK, so July 1st, we have Mercury retrograding in cancer, but it's going to be deeply connected with Chiron, which is an asteroid that represents healing. It signifies healing and deep, deep inner restructuring. So it loves Pluto. OK, and then you have Saturn going back into Capricorn. It is retrograding 
but it is going back into Capricorn because it was in Aquarius. Okay, it's currently in Aquarius, but as of the first, it will go into Capricorn. This is going to start a month of hard conversations. Okay, it's going to force you to look at the wounds. And with Mercury being in Cancer, it's going to form a challenging connection against Aries, where there are going to be uproars and arguments and hard truths coming out and hard conversations that are going to be potentially painful, but essential. People are going to have to realize the truth of what's happening with Aries being a cardinal sign as well as cancer. It represents individuality and authority. And with it being in Chiron, it is symbolizing the current awareness of what's happening with identity politics and what's happening in our society health wise. It is causing an urgent discourse, an urgent uh, uproar. Because we're challenging, it's people challenging against privilege and challenging against power and making people aware of how their complicity is affecting the beneficiality or it's not beneficial to everyone collectively, how the actions of others are affecting and disempowering others. These are conversations that people are not going to want to continue. People are going to be forced to continue. Now, I do believe that the discussions are going to be effective. It's going to be necessary in restructuring and the continuing restructuring of a society is going to make you build a more inclusive culture. But it is going to require a lot of ongoing systematic wounding and systemic discussions that are going to be painful to hear. And it's going to cause action to be needed. You're not going to be able to just talk about it. People are going to have to put actions in place and coming to an understanding of what those actions will be is what is going to be a lot of the focus and a lot of the the combativeness, because what one thinks should be done and how one thinks one should be approaching something is not how the other will necessarily think it should be done. Okay. On the same day, July 1st, that Chiron and Mercury are going to be connecting. You have Saturn retrograding back into Capricorn, leaving Aquarius. And this is going to be representing how people are going to try to reassess order. They're going to have to put they're going to push their order back. They're going to try to create a structure in society when it comes to our financial systems. It's going to come into another way of trying to rebuild the economy and restore a sense of order to the world, right? It's going to be forcing people to examine how to salvage the the remnants of our traditions and how we view the, the policies of life. There's going to be a need for balance, of course, but it's going to be a even more necessity of us to remove what has never worked, what does not work, and removing that from an option in contributing to the rebuilding process. That's going to be another fight because people are so connected to what they think is right. People are so connected to what they feel is necessary that not understanding what you view as necessary is not contributing to the overall picture. Saturn is going to be retrograde until September 19th and it's going to be in Capricorn until December 17th. So 
actually, even after it goes from uh, retrograde in September, it's still going to remain in Capricorn. So there's still going to be more dis- deconstruction happening globally. And it's going to be down to the foundations that you will need to rebuild from scratch. A lot of people are going to find that throughout the duration of them trying to rebuild that they're going to have to start over again. The institutions that you continue to try to rebuild are needing to be deconstructed yet again because people are trying to rebuild with the old paradigm, with the old way of seeing things, the old way of living. You're going to have to rebuild yet again. So it's going to be more further dismantlement even after you have implemented some type of rebuild structure. So and that's just going to be the social reform. That's going to be something that's going to be needed. That's something that is going to be a process for a while. But you're going to find that as you are getting off the ground, you're going to be right back on the ground because you're still trying to use the same old tactics. And that is both on a global level and individual personal levels within our own lives. July 4th, there is going to be a full moon lunar eclipse in Capricorn now. So towards the end of June 3rd, um, the moon entered, well, July 3rd, the moon enters into Capricorn. It's going to join Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. This is going to bring an intense amount of emotional awareness of what is happening. It's going to be very sobering um, for us to look at how much has unfolded thus far in 2020, how much has changed, how much is really being dismantled and how our life is shifting in a very quick, quick way. Now, where we have Capricorn's final lunar eclipse, it's going to be closing out a difficult cycle that started in 2018. So think back to 2018 in where your life was, what occurred then, what started to unfold then. This is a completion of that particular cycle that began during that time. Now, we already know that the full moon is a symbol of culmination. It's endings. It's uh, um, revealing anything that's in the dark, that's healing, right? That that's that's something that is allowing you to reveal what is hidden. There's a peak of energy that is going to be set with any type of eclipse. So for the next six months, think back six months back to the lunar eclipse in December or the solar eclipse in December of 2019. What has unfolded during that time in your life Whatever manifestation you put out, whatever intention you set out, whatever you were going into the 2020 year with, go back to those lists that we created. Think about the culmination of those lists. This is the cycle that's ending for that. It's an opportunity to look back on everything that you've tested, tempered, ultimately made more resilient by the changes, hardships, experiences, everything that's unfolded, that is what is necessary. And this is what this cycle is completing. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So this planet is all about trials, perseverance, and it is purifying your intentions and molding your ideas in a way that's more fundamental and lucrative for the totality of whatever it is you're building. 
So there may be even more so a final act of release, uh, more purification that's going to be needed and recalled and called on us during this time so that we're able to really dig even more deeper and getting the remaining remnants of what we have left behind. We're having to let it go. You're having to dig into that arsenal and really, really let it go. This is a very important time for you to utilize the self-care that you have tapped into um, to observe the self-care practices. Be gentling with yourself. Allow yourself the rest that you need. Give yourself a moment to just replenish for yourself because eclipses are very draining. The energy is very potent. It is very, very heavy and it causes a lot of stress. You, you are instinctly just tired because of all of the energy that you're putting out and all of the things that you're absorbing. So allow yourself a process and give yourself a routine that helps you to build on your um, very necessary self-care. July 8th, we have Mercury retrograding uh, going against Mars. Now, Mercury is retrograding again in Cancer. It's forming this edgy, combative uh, opposition with uh, Mars in this impulsive energy of Aries. Okay, so it's going to bring on the more challenging conversations. It's going to bring on more heightened intensity. It's going to allow you to be more aware of the growing pains that you're experiencing collectively against every everyone, like globally, not just about you, but about everybody, what everybody is talking about, what everyone is being affected by. There's going to be even more, as we know, heightened senses of urgency, more reactivity. So during this time, understand that Mercury and Cancer highlights the raw emotional vulnerability and the way we talk about things, the way that we have been allowing things to fester the way we have been feeling the frustration the outrage that we have been feeling out there we're putting it out there no longer hiding from what it is you feel no longer hiding from what it is you want no longer hiding from the truth you're saying it you're spitting it out you're putting it out and you're not running from it and with mercury being in cancer for all of june and july is going to remind you that your communication, the way that you talk, the way that you express, even after Mercury goes direct, it's still going to be in cancer. OK, and it's all about knowing the language that you're speaking. Speak with more compassion. How are you helping people to heal? How are you allowing yourself to be gentle with yourself as you heal, allowing yourself to be protective of your heart, of your space, of your intuition, of your spirit? OK, so then we are July 11th, July 12th. It's going Chiron. Chiron is an asteroid, like I said, that signifies healing and it's going retrograde. Then You have Mercury going direct and the sun is going to be in uh, connecting with Neptune, which is retrograde as well. So <sighs> Chiron is pretty distant, right? It's a it's a long, slow asteroid. Okay, so the retrograde is not going to be felt intensely for Chiron because it's so disconnected. It does, however, make this moment um, and emphasize its themes by carrying us back on the path of deep healing. So if you've gotten off that path of focusing on healing within self in the midst of the healing of the world, 
This is going to take you back there. It's going to put you back in that space so that you can thoroughly explore what you are working on internally as an individual. This is, again, still connected with that Aries energy. So it's going to make you more assertive in how you attack your healing, how you go after your emotional awareness, how you become more protective in how significant that process is for you. This is going to be a moment where you're going to pause. You're going to be aware of the need to pause and you're going to dig deeper into those wounds that you may feel on a personal level. So deep. It's necessary. It's necessary. The inner work may not first appear to be proactive. Like you may not be seeing it visibly originally, but it's going to lead to the transformation of the heart and the feelings and the desires, the connections. So it's all a part of the slow penetration of the rebuilding of self internally, deeply healing those wounds, deeply going through those transformations and the transitions of the emotions that have been repressed and suppressed for so long. Facing the fears that you have chosen not to before, standing out, speaking up, choosing to be heard despite what it looks like, despite what other people think, despite what other people may feel, choosing to stand up for yourself in a way that is with compassion. It is with uh, a discernment and it is with a space of authority because you have to, you have to protect yourself. You have to be aware of self and you have to know when it's time to stand up in that energy for self. As I stated, those conversations, it could be conversations within your relationships, conversations with your career, uh, about your career, with your work, with what it is that you thought you were passionate about. These are conversations that may be very emotional. But it's helping you to move forward. When Mercury is going direct, you're no longer going to be in that slow moving review process. You're going to be in a place where you can move forward with that communication. You're going to know and be aware of the tone of how you're speaking. While it's still going to be raw, it's still going to be vulnerable. It's still going to be, you know, honest and authentic. It is going to be more in a form of healing and protection. And you're going to be willing and able to assert yourself in a way that is very clear But it doesn't come off abrupt. It's intentional. Now, while the discussions may be slow, it it puts you in a place where you're kind of hesitant of speaking about things. You don't really want to have those type of arguments because, again, between now and then, it's going to be already very intense. It's going to be a lot of things that are happening. It's going to be a lot of things that are unfolding and you just don't feel like talking about it anymore. But it's necessary. It's necessary. It's pushing you beyond your comfort zones. This is pushing you beyond the obvious. It's putting you in a space where you're having to talk about what you don't want to talk about when you don't feel like doing it. Okay. Um, You do have that supportive cancer and energy. We're still in cancer season. So you're going to have very, you're going to be very consciously aware of what is needed to be said what you need to say, what you need to do, how you are needing to create plans to see it happen. And how can you put that in a way in the world that contributes to global change as well as change that is within your reach, okay? 
we're going to feel, you may feel very divided. That's natural. You're going to feel like no one understands. That's natural. And they're going to be completely complicated issues that are needing to be resolved. And it's going to be heart wrenching. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. There's deep healing taking place. There is deep change taking place. There are deep, deep things that are being created in a way that is shifting the way the world works. And that's painful. It hurts, but it's needed. So then you have July 14th and 15th. You have the sun, which is in cancer, going against Jupiter and Mars and going against Jupiter. And then Mars is connected with Chiron while the sun is also against Pluto in retrograde. Now, that's a lot of what, what, what? So basically the sun that is in Cancer is, which is still in retrograde because you have that shadow period um, going against Capricorn. So you have the loving natural mother, the mother that's about the nurturing and worrying about the internal of the family going against Capricorn. That is all about the external of the family. So it's all about finances, resources, how those actions of authority are affecting you consciously, the public perception of what you're doing, how you're doing it, how that's affecting you internally, how it's affecting your home life. Um, this opposition could highlight a turning point in the way that the laws globally and initiatives are being reconstructed around the world. And it's requiring urgency. It's requiring a massive change that is needed immediately. And as the pandemic is continuing to go, this aspect could also symbolize new health initiatives and new retribution. I'm sorry. Redi uh, Mercury, leave my mouth alone. Okay, Redistribution of material and financial resources. So there could be uh, more stimulus money coming out, maybe um, more initiatives that are put to play that are helping people with financial needs and helping people to get through this pandemic in a way that doesn't cause them to be completely uh, in a, a state of detriment. OK, shortly after that, you have Mars going into Aries and connecting with Chiron, bringing a full blown martial power into contact. So. This right here could be what is going to initiate that spiritual uprising in response to what's happening currently, personally in our life and society inequity. So it is going to cause the spiritual aspect of it to be more bold, to be more put out in the front. You're going to be able to feel God's work in a way that you hadn't before. Maybe you've been under this illusion that this isn't God doing this, but something is going to happen during this time that's going to prove and show and make his power even more known. So the spiritual aspect of this is be, will be more evident. It'll be more clear. Okay. So you have, let's see, you have, um, of course, you're going to be experiencing more of the outburst, more of the anger, more outrage. That's going to be expected because that is just where we are right now. People aren't are choosing to not ignore what they've ignored for so long. And so then you have the spiritually uh, restless times that you're going through, going through this moment of darkness, going through this moment of trying to confront what's happening, going through 
what you are, what's being revealed to you, all of these things, this is bringing awareness, right? But awareness is only the first step. So now you're looking at what your part is, what it is that you can do to contribute to betterment of this, what you need to fight against. What is it that I need to do while applying compassion, while complying, uh, applying empathy? How can I do this while I'm purging parts of my soul that are aching and hurt and the world is purging parts of their soul that are hurt at the same time. We're in a space where we're having to stand up for injustice all around. Okay. So that's going to be a very interesting time. Then you have July 18th through 19th, July 18th, 18th through 20th. You have the moon going into Mercury. There's going to be a new moon in Cancer. And then, of course, it's going to be against Saturn, which is in retrograde. Okay, so. Let me drink something, drink something. (laughs) Okay, so had to take a little break, guys. So we are July 18th through the 20th and we have the moon in cancer. Okay. So we already know that Mercury is about um, communication and then you have cancer that is the emotions and empathy and are joining into with the messenger planet Mercury. Now, during this time, you're going to learn or not learn. You're going to be introduced to new ways of expressing your emotions verbally. There's going to be a desire to communicate in a way that is both considering of other people's feelings, much like the energy has already been um, prior towards the beginning of July, but also in a more clearer, more reflective way. You are going to tap into different parts of yourself that are going to significantly express and show desire to grow and desire to connect in a way that has been missing before. So within the next six month period until the moon is full again in cancer, you're going to be planting and nurturing the seeds of renewal and rebirth. During this time, you're going to look at your home and you're going to see how this is going to affect you on an intimate level. Cancerin energy is very potent. It is very powerful and it's very instrumental in the navigation of any type of permanence. If you're speaking about your relationships, if you're speaking about stability in finances, if you're speaking about how you are grooming your life in a way that is going to know how to mold the different parts complicated, the different parts that are strengthening, the different parts that are emotional, the uh, material aspects, authenticity in a way that is allowing yourself to flourish, but not negate the parts of self and parts that are needed to be removed so that you can create a more solid foundation. For the past two years, we've been experiencing a lot of eclipses in Cancer and Capricorn. And these have been extremely challenging, extremely purifying, but also strengthening us in a way that is causing us to develop a sense of encouragement, a sense of pride, a sense of stability on the home front, but also very cautious in how we are sharing ourselves with others. We are removing, learning different limiting behaviors, learning different 
triggers that we may have. And these are ways that are allowing us to become more in tune and remain authentic to ourselves on a core level. Okay, a lot of people during this time may experience rebirths in relationships, more um, ways that they are able to connect to people in a way that is allowing them to join and, and rebuild partnerships or removal of partnerships that are not significantly impacting your life in a powerful way or in a positive way. Um, this is a very difficult part to be in when you're not accustomed to dealing with emotion and you're not really fluid in that type of language of emotional intelligence, but you're learning. You're going to be forced to learn because you're going to be forced to tap into parts of yourself that are necessary for the encouragement of your evolution individually and in your intimate relationships. Very potent, potent energy. Okay. We have uh, Leo season beginning July 22nd, which is on my brother's birthday, which is really weird. Leo season is actually on the 23rd. Um, my brother's a cancer Leo cusp. But anyway, on July 22nd, we have a new season. Okay. Leo is, is very passionate, um, <laughs> very bold, very prideful. Okay. It is where you feel the need and desire to celebrate. It's in the middle of summer. It is just very optimistic energy. And for those who are Leos um, or familiar with the Leo energy, you know that this is a moment to step into the power that you hold, like very pride, prideful in the power that you hold and shining bright and being strong and being, you know, someone who is really deeply in tune with all that you are. And as you are going through these transitions from now until the middle of July, you're going to be rebuilding yourself in a way that is going to signify you being proud of who you are, being proud of the accomplishments that you've had and being proud of the work that you've done both internally and externally to yourself. And the world is going to continue to go through this rough passage of upheaval and transformation. But Leo season is a reminder that this work is worth it. It's a season that you will be inspired to continue on. You're going to feel free. You're going to enjoy life. And despite the chaos, you're going to learn to balance out your duties and responsibilities in a way that does not hinder yet, does not hold you captive to them. You're going to be putting yourself in a place where you have implemented. You have you're inclined to feel responsible to continue on the routines that help you to build the safe practices for yourself amidst this pandemic that is still going to be very highly in, enticed. Um, you're going to be in the deep of it, of course. You're going to still find new ways to work creatively within the limitations that may be put in place um, to restore your energy and to keep yourself with a heart that is open opposed to closed Later in this day, on July 22nd, Mercury is going to, um, Mercury, sensitive cancer energy, very empathetic and nurturing, is going to collaborate and join with Uranus. Uranus is all about sudden change and it's about a rapid change and it is going to be in earthy Taurus. 
So it's going to symbolize the moment where compassion and communication is very compassionate and working in harmony in innovative ways to help revolutionize where we are. It is going to allow breakthroughs and discussions to finally be had and new ways to meet the challenges on a collective level that are suddenly revealed. Remember, Uranus is all about sudden change, sudden impact, sudden revealing things. It's like a lightning bolt. So it's going to help you. The work that you've been doing, the strategic process that you've put in place to help you balance is going to help and contribute, help you contribute to how you resolve and how you contribute to the resolve of the challenges that you will be facing and the sudden changes and challenges that will be revealed at a time where we really don't need more, but we're going to have more of the um, unexpected happen. Okay. And then you're going to have July 27th, Jupiter retrograde is going to connect with Neptune retrograde. And then Venus is going to go against what's going to be at an even exchange with Neptune retrograding and Mercury is going to be against Mars. Now, during this time, I understand y'all are probably like, what are you talking about? I do have an episode where I speak about what planets do what and the significance of them. So if you're lost in the verbiage, don't be. You can go back and review that um, on an episode or two back where I speak about um, each planet and all of that. But basically what I'm stating is Jupiter and Capricorn has set a tone for Cautious optimism, not being too excited, knowing that you cannot get too excited and uh, uh, too extremely uh, motivated and think that everything is great and you're too optimistic. And then here we are again in this place. There is a calculated risk that is required when managing our material resources and seeking opportunities during a time that's so fragile and not grounded at all. Neptune in Pisces is a reminder of your sense of transcendence, your your sense of tranquility, your your sense of spirituality and the ability to pull back so that you can see the big, the bigger picture. The bigger picture is going to reveal a world working on ushering, you know, collective um insight. It's going to work on helping a profound spiritual rebirth that is needed despite people's beliefs, despite the cultures, despite the separatism, it is helping you to tap into the resources that you have, collaborate with people that you typically probably would not collaborate with in the name of unity. This is a big, big turning point. And it is giving us a little bit of hope and a little bit of, you know, optimism for what is coming towards the future. There is another dimension of challenges that we're going to realize once Venus makes its aspect towards Neptune and Pisces. Um, the first Venus-Neptune square, it happens May 3rd. So both planets were moving on a direct course like tunnel vision. And this highlighted indulgence. It highlight, highlighted escapism and foggy sense of desires and intention, which is when the reopening started to begin. People had this illuminated false hope of everything is is great we can just continue on the way that we've been and here we are less than a month later having to backtrack because we've moved too soon and without real structure um 
the second square happened May 20th. And that was when Venus went into retrograde, drawing us back into this space of looking at our relationships and reviewing our hearts and trying to direct course by revisiting what it is that we thought we wanted, what it is that we thought we needed and how we are missing out on something. It's that desire to have more despite what you have already. And it was giving us a lot of review, opportunity to review. And so now at this point, hopefully we've attained a lot of knowledge and we have allowed ourselves to have more levels of capacity for love and commitment and how you relate to people in the outside world, clearing more of the fog and helping you to navigate to make better choices, not just for yourself, but for everyone that is connected to you. Um, it's it's not going to be an easy, uh, easy road that we are going against, but it's about how we are approaching it, what we are learning from it, how we are deciding to navigate through these ties in a way that does not hold us in a in bondage in a way that's in crippling. We are catalyzing some very, 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 very intense times, some turbulent times. Spiritually, this is a very deep war, but it is necessary. It, is, it could be more constructive. It could be more um, intense. It could have a lot more combativeness, but it is necessary because you're needing to see everything for what it is and not for what it is that you want it to be. OK, the final days of July, July 30th and 31st are very significant because they're symbolizing the potential of growth and connection during a very volatile month in time. Right. Mercury is in protective cancer forming um, against Jupiter, which is in constructive Capricorn. And then there's potential to hold a balance of compassionate, emotional conversations that have a fair, balanced result. Right. Collectively joining in on the resources that we have, even though we're opposing sides, even though we're different, even though we have different views and beliefs, we are utilizing every aspect of it to create a more unified approach to resolve. That is the goal. There is there is a very, very um, a big, big goal. And the ultimate goal is universal connection. And even though we're going to be entering into Leo season and you're going to have a powerful fire connected still in Aries, there is a potential for personal and energy of the external being connected in a way that is helping to navigate these healing wounds that we are doing, the wounds that we are having to expose and deal with. And you're going to have to face it with courage and you're going to have to go with a, a different type of vitality that you hadn't had before. Very potent and energizing aspects are going to be contributing to this, helping you to build a heart centered culture that is sustainable, you know, something that's not built on false idealistic approaches is something that's really, really, really going to help you in a way that assists in the totality of what is to come. So we do have a lot that's happening. We have the lunar eclipse that is happening within a couple of days. There's just a lot that is going on, but despite everything that's going on, it's a major opportunity for us to evolve and grow in ways that we hadn't before, not escaping 
what we have done, not trying to run from what is unfolding, but embracing it in a way that helps us to be better. If that makes any sense. Okay, so this has been your July overview astrologically. It is a lot. It is heavy. It is a lot of things going on. But again, utilize yesterday's episode to help you to remain balanced, to help you to gain your individual arsenal, to help you navigate through everything that is happening. These are not absolutes. Everyone has their own free will. But astrologically, these are the placements. And this is what is going to contribute to the energy that we are all facing collectively. Okay. So this has been your astrological overview for July. Guys, I love your freaking souls. Thank you so much for everything. All of your feedback. Thank you so much for your continued support. I am grateful to be used as a vessel for you. And until our next daily dose of energy, I love your freaking souls. Be gentle with yourself. Love on yourself, hold yourself accountable and know that you are supported in all realms of your being. I love you guys. Until next time. Bye.